Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your kids, and your partner. We'll give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you. I'm Terilyn Griffin. I'm Caitlin Gabriel. And I'm Felicia Allen. Let's find the magic together. This is Terry Lynn and I'm here with Caitlin and we have Meredith Bienvenue from She Who Can with us today and we're going to be talking about kind of syncing our own life with the cyclical cycles of the seasons and kind of taking advantage of uh, the rhythms that are already happening in our bodies and the world to our advantage. I am so excited to talk about this because the spring equinox just happened and guys I feel I mean I feel changes in my body every season but the changes I feel in my body in the spring are probably the strongest. <laughs> like I have really strong reactions in my body and my mind during mm-hmm. this. Week. So and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. So I'm so excited to, to have this conversation. Meredith, can you uh, introduce yourself to our listeners? Tell us a little bit about you and how you came to be doing what you are currently doing. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Meredith Bienvenue and I am a spiritual mentor and life coach. So I work with like different kind of spiritual modalities and healing modalities. So kind of like an overarching like um, approach to just helping women like step into something different in their lives. So I work with mama solopreneurs who are like wanting to start a business or kind of at the beginning of their journey or, or even not a business, but just a side hustle or like a blog or something. So I kind of help reset their mindset and some of their past patterning and past beliefs using some of these modalities in order to step into that and not just push past the fear, which we, I feel like we hear a lot, but actually acknowledging what is beneath the fear and trying to heal that. Um, And then just using some of these spirituality modalities to kind of help you go deeper into your own like spiritual connection and kind of getting to know who you are um, so that you can go in the right direction in your life. So the way that I found all of this actually happened when I was pregnant with my son. Um, I was, I had him unexpectedly. So I was very like depressed during my first pregnancy. And um, I was working with a coach at the time and she suggested that I start um, meditating. So that was kind of my first, like meditating isn't always spiritual, but I feel like kind of once you get there, like and if you like it and you're interested in it, then it kind of like explodes from there. So I started meditating and I was just like listening to podcasts about like health and stuff. So I just kind of like went into this whole like spirituality kick. Like I was just really interested in that. And I read another book called um, The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle um, Bernstein. So she just talks about like having faith in being supported by the universe. And like in this context, the universe is like the same thing as God or just like any really higher being like in from my perspective I kind of see it as like it's all the same thing it's all some like powerful energy that we all like believe in or not all believe in but we all have access to and so it's like everyone wants to believe in something you know for the most part or like kind of just knowing that you're not alone like through the hard times is like the, the way I resonated with it anyway. So basically I just went on this whole journey 
And then I learned, like, I'm still interested in health. And actually from a lot of the people that I've learned from, like the moon cycles actually align with women's um, menstrual cycles. So it was just kind of like this long process of me, like listening to more and more podcasts about spirituality and like the um, menstrual cycles and like feminine and masculine energies. And that's kind of like what brought me (laughs) to living like cyclically. And like realizing that I've actually been living that way my whole life, aside from like knowing that the moon cycles align with, with our whole menstrual cycles. But I like live in a place that has very strong seasons. So like when there's winter, we have lots of snow, you know, in summer, it still gets pretty hot. So we have like a very like pronounced season. So I realized like how I've been doing that my entire life and how it actually like allows us to be present in each moment so when it's winter time like acknowledging like okay winter time is like a time for rest like it's darker most of us are more tired most of us want to eat more because naturally our bodies do that when it's dark out because in the same way the plants all go to sleep like in the modern world we're just go 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 all the time even though like in the past like our ancestors would have slowed down in the winter as well right so that they could survive and like because they didn't have unnatural light (laughs) so yeah it's it's just been a really interesting journey and it's just changed my life because I used to just constantly look forward to the next thing like if it was winter I'd be like I can't wait for it to be summer if it's summer I'm like I can't wait for it to be winter but it's like when can we just start living with each thing that's happening you know what I mean and not just like from that, it kind of translates to other seasons of your life, like pregnancy or like postpartum or, or whatever, like just adjusting to the seasons as they happen as your life in your life. So you can stay present basically. Excellent. So what I hear you saying is being able to take the seasons and these natural cycles that happen and really embracing them in our own lives and maybe harnessing those energies or even Mm -hmm. sometimes maybe lack of energy, but I guess it's still type of energy to Mm -hmm. really harness that and use it more effectively in our own lives. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Which allows us to live present because I love what you just said about oftentimes we wish for the next season and yet Mm -hmm. it doesn't make it happen. All it does is rob us of the present moment. So I like this conversation in general because anytime we can go back to a conversation about being present, I think we're going to gain some value from it. I'd love to hear a little more. So you gave some examples of in the winter, we kind of slow down And we can use that time to maybe rejuvenate and, and relax a little bit more and use that longer periods of darkness to rest all of those things. Can you give maybe some other examples of living cyclically that, or, or seasonally that can kind of help us Mm -hmm. kind of what activities are best in each season? Yeah, absolutely. So this might take a while because like there's a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry it was spring because you mentioned spring. Um, like this is the best time for the new year because like a lot of people in the spring, they're like coming out of winter. You're starting to have more energy. Like you're stepping into the season where things are going to start growing. You have more sun, you have more light. Spring is also associated with in your menstrual cycle. Like so you have the four weeks basically in a typical woman's schedule whether it's like each week might be seven or eight days depending on how long your cycle is but basically each week is also a season so in the spring of your menstrual cycle that's basically when you start bleeding to right before you ovulate so during the spring phase like 
you are in a state where you're like starting to get more energy. So it's a good time to do like cardio or like hit or something that requires more energy. Like this is kind of a time where your energy is going to be more outward. So this is a good time to like see friends or do more activities that require more of your energy. So like, obviously with COVID going on, you might not be seeing people as much, but either way, like this is when like you want to plan to be like, okay, we're going to do more stuff at this time. Cause this is when I know I'm going to have more energy. So again, like spring, obviously typically like this is when you start to plant stuff. So like in my family, we are, we have our seeds ordered and in probably a couple weeks here, we're going to be planting them inside so that they can get started and then we'll, we'll plant them later in the spring. So those are kind of like the main like activities for, um, for those seasons. And I also want to add in as well that with the moon, it is also kind of associated with the season. So the spring time that's associated with the moon is like the first quarter moon. So this is when like it's waxing. So like before that you have the new moon, which is like basically no light. So the first quarter moon is like a really good time to start like planning and start like initiating things like spring is a great time for initiation like of ideas or like brainstorming because you got the energy going so then when we move into summer this is when you have like the peak energy so this is like summer is associated with the full moon which is also associated with ovulation so you're like peak energy at this time so this is when you want to do again like this is when you're going to want to go to like parties if you or like family get togethers, we have a lot of people around, it's still outward energy, you're going to be doing more of the actual work. So spring is kind of like you're planting, you're coming up with ideas, you're brainstorming, and then summer is like doing the work to get it done. Right. So it's like just taking the big steps, like if it's say you're starting with I don't know, your blog posts, or like starting a blog or something, you planned and had ideas in the spring. And now in summer, you're, you're going to actually write it. You're going to like put the website together. You're going to do all the work. So the other things that can be associated like activity wise, like again, like cardio, going outside, like things that like heavy lifting, if whatever you're into, but stuff that requires more energy. So then again, with actual summer, you're going to be like doing the work to like maintain your plants, right? So you're if you're actually planting. <laughs> so this is when you're like watering them all the time. You're making sure you're weeding. It's like constantly kind of keeping up so that they can eventually provide like the fruit. Moving into fall. So then fall is where we kind of start to wind down. So once the like energy peaks, it comes back around. So once we have the full moon, that's when it starts to wax once it peaks, or sorry, it starts to wane. Um, so then it's kind of like releasing energy at that point. So at the, at, at the beginning of fall, you might still have like a decent amount of energy. So at the beginning of fall, you're probably starting to harvest some of, some of your plants, um, which is still quite a bit of work, but um, you're harvesting at the beginning of your fall and your menstrual cycle. This is like right after you ovulate to right before you bleed. So this is like, you're calming down. Like at the beginning, you can do still some intense workouts, like, um, you know, weightlifting or hit or, or running or whatever. Um, but towards like once those first couple days of fall are over, like in your cycle, 
you're going to want to start winding down with like some low, more low key things. So maybe less cardio, you could probably keep weightlifting. Um, but you're going to want to start adding in yoga or just like walks outside or something that's just more low key because our bodies like need the rest at this time. And if you allow them to rest your body to rest when it needs it the most, like you'll have that energy when you're back into your spring and summer. Otherwise, if you don't let yourself rest, you'll still feel tired during the spring and summer. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what I'm hearing you with the fall, because it sounds like you still have that energy in the fall, because I feel like I have felt that, Mm -hmm. but it's more energy preparing you to be able to rest adequately in the, in the winter months. Absolutely. So that's, that's the other thing, like fall is winding down. So it's a lot of finishing energy. So like, as I use the example of like having a project or something, this is when you're putting the finishing touches, like the detail work on whatever project. So to continue with the blog idea, it's like, you're just putting in the finishing things, like the copyright, like thing at the bottom of your website, like tiny things that are just finishing up the details so that you, once you launch, it's like, a whole cohesive thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's, it's just a lot of finishing everything up so that once you get to winter, that's when you're really supposed to completely rest basically. So winter is a lot of like, you know, just like letting like the way the earth does the ground sleeps, the trees sleep, like pretty much everything is asleep and resting. So this is also winter is associated with when you're actually bleeding. Like this is when you're going to be like the most tired and when you need to rest. So like from um, my experience too, like is when I allow myself to rest like the last day of my fall and then the first couple days of my uh, winter, like I actually feel like really good at the end of my, at the end of like my bleed time because I actually gave me myself the time to rest so that even like before I'm completely done bleeding, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like ready to go back into doing things. So are you saying things like a little more sleep and more gentle working out? That's what you mean by more rest? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, maybe you just walk or maybe you're just doing like very like um, nurturing yoga uh, classes or, or what or videos or whatever um, you do. But it's like, not to say like, just don't do anything, but just do stuff that's very like light and just feels nurturing to you. Mm-hmm. So like, this is also where like personal sovereignty can comes in because everyone's different so like for me being slow could just mean like a slow yoga yoga class or like very light weightlifting or something versus like someone else being slow could just be like taking a walk or something do you know what I mean like versus like if I never do hit or something like there's no reason for me to like do that like maybe something intense for me is just an intense yoga video you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's like kind of like seeing like what works for you and as you like follow your cycle you can start to find patterns for yourself so like for me like I mean I'm pregnant now so I'm not really following a cycle per se but when I was I was like tracking my days I actually used to use like a running app for it or like a workout app. So whenever I would have a day, I'd track my workout. And then I'd also just put what day of my cycle it was. And then like, say how my energy was and how I was feeling. So I can start to see the patterns, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I know for me, like at the end of my fall, I actually still usually had a lot of energy to do intense workouts until like right before I would start to bleed. So for me, I know that's how 
my body works. So I, it works for me, but it's like starting to get to know your cycles and your body to find those patterns for you so that you can just see what works for you within each season. Yeah. I think the importance of listening, listening to our body. Oh, I think it's so powerful. And I actually, I, a couple of years ago, I started using an app just to track my cycles, just so I was aware of them. And it, there, I think there's so much power to being able to recognize what's happening in your own body. And as women, we do have so many changes happening throughout one month because of all the hormones and the different. And so I think I love what you just said, because I think there is a lot of power. Obviously there's these general cycles that you've mentioned of different types of energy. And then Mm -hmm. I think there's a, like a deeper level that I think there's a lot of benefits for any person to just keep track of your own cycle and keeping track of maybe the energy that you're feeling throughout each one, because I think you're right. It's kind of different. And our bodies are kind of telling us they're sending us messages all the time. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we just don't take the time to necessarily notice it or listen to it. So you brought up a lot of really good points that I think that's been a really helpful thing for me in my own health is being able to track that and notice maybe when I'm feeling certain things throughout the month and then listening to your body and trusting that it is telling you exactly what it needs Mm -hmm. and the type of energy that, that I can be exuding or harnessing. Absolutely. And that's the thing too. It's like a lot of this is like unlearning how we've been taught to be because we have been taught to be like very masculine because the whole way that our world is set up is like, you know, on the 40, 40 hour work week, you know, eight hours a day or whatever, like this is set up for a man's cycle because men have 24 hour cycles. So every day they like reset, they're the same every single day versus women have a 28 day cycle. So basically their day is our month, right? So it's like the current workplace is just set up for men to be just going in every day because every day is normal, right? So then women are just taught like, that's what we have to do to be successful. So in my journey, it's been a lot of like, okay, like I'm allowed to rest. And like, just because I'm resting doesn't mean that I'm any less successful or any less productive or whatever, because like without that rest, I will never be as productive or successful as I can be because I'm just taking away the energy from my like energetic weeks or seasons, if if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So like, like energy cannot be like, completely destroyed or anything. So it's like, if you're, if you're going through your like winter and fall using up so much energy, you're not going to have that energy later on. Does that make sense? Cause it's the same amount of energy, no matter what, mm-hmm. it's just the way that you use it. Mm-hmm. I really like the idea of, I think in general, <laughs> oftentimes we think that success is pushing through And Mm -hmm. I believe in the, I mean, one of my mottos is to lean into things. And so, yes, it's more of a leaning instead of a pushing through. And I mean, you're talking about how you're pregnant right now. Caitlin's pregnant right now as well. To me, there's an entire cycle within a pregnancy as well, where you can feel your body. Mm -hmm. For me, my body's a lot louder. Like it's like, I need rest right now. I have more energy here. Now let's do some nesting, you know, and it like gives me the energy to prepare the, my house and I mean, very loud. it's right. very loud and it, and it yeah. asks for certain kinds of food. And I mean, yeah. like, I, I mean, I can still remember how things tasted to me when I was pregnant because I, if I leaned into it, it was like, oh my gosh, my, 
like I need tomatoes, you know, like my body's asking for something very specific that it needs. And so I feel like as we start acknowledging what our body's asking for in an honoring way, not an indulgent way, because I think those are two different things. Indulgent Mm -hmm. is simply, this sounds like it would feel good or taste good. So I'm going to do it. That is indulging. I think honoring is when we can truly feel either our souls or our bodies asking for something and we honor them by leaning into that hunger. I think that there's power in it. Hey everyone, Caitlin here. I just want to thank you all for listening to Find the Magic. We are so, so thankful for you, our amazing listeners, and we think of you as some of our best friends. This was a review that I read recently that I absolutely loved. It said, the only podcast I religiously listen to. This podcast saved my motherhood. I listen doing laundry, walking, making dinner, sneaking those AirPods in so no one bothers me wherever I can. The mamas are like having coffee with best friends. And can I just insert here... I love this. Amen. They keep it so real. And during the pandemic, bless you girls, this time is so challenging. Sometimes I feel like I am barely getting by, but they make me laugh because they remind you that everyone is going through this thing called life and motherhood even now. Hugs and love from MJ. I just absolutely love this review and these reviews mean the world to us and we read every single one of them. So not only do they mean so much to us, but they actually really do help us here at Find the Magic. So I want to invite you guys, if you haven't already left a review for the podcast, we would love for you to because it truly does help us grow the podcast. And we just want to thank you all our friends for listening and for being here with us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think that what you were saying, it, the word harnessing came to my mind as you were talking, because just in our own female cycles, I mean, in a way, I almost feel bad for guys if they just have to, they just feel the same way every day. <laughs> as I mean, just this last month, as I was ovulating, I remember thinking, I kind of feel bad for my husband. He doesn't get to experience this. <laughs> like, I love it. Like, I love the feeling of, I can feel my energy go up. I can feel like even my skin, like my skin feels more sensitive, like everything yeah. about it changes. And I love just observing it, you feel power. Like I, I guess I just speak for myself. I feel powerful. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm like harnessing my own body's energy. And then as you, you're right, as you go down and enjoy the rest period of it. And again, for me, I actually think that that might mean just, yeah, maybe, I mean, I do yoga all the time. So I was trying to think of like what the crossover for me there would be. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe I'm not pushing myself as hard in yoga at that time but, or maybe getting a little more sleep at night or something. I think it is beautiful because we're just, we're just on, it's honoring. It's a very like honoring, respectful, I think approach. And as women, it's something that we can enjoy. There's, there's harder pieces of it that are a little more difficult. And then there's parts of it that I think are fabulous. And so, so I, I just really like the idea that it's okay, that we're, it's okay that we're different than men and our cycles are different. And we can just lean into it and like harness it. For me, it feels like harnessing power. That's what it feels like to me. So oh, yeah. 
anyway, I kind of love the idea that, okay, so if I hear, I just want to make sure. So we're talking about our like monthly cycles. We're also talking about the yearly cycles mm-hmm. so in that. Are you just saying that? Cause if, if we are, let's say rising, I'm just going to use the word rising and falling, even though it's not really, I mean, it's not linear like that, but are you saying that as we go say into winter, but our cycles are still going around mm-hmm. that our entire cycle, just maybe the energy of it becomes a little more still. And then the entire cyclical energy as we move in to spring and summer, because again, we're still going to be rising and falling, but just yeah. the entire thing kind of shifts. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. So I would say, yes, it's a lot going to, it's going to be like during the summer, like the high of your peak energy in your cycle might not feel as high as like if it's summer and you're at the high does that make sense so then when you're like at the low of your cycle like when you're bleeding during winter like actual seasonal winter like that may feel like really low like you're gonna be like oh my god I just need to sleep for two days or something versus like the low during summer is gonna feel probably a little bit higher do you Mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying so definitely like we have exactly. So it's like, we have these smaller cycles within the bigger cycles and it's just going to be very individual for each person and like different depending on where you live too. Because like I was saying earlier, like where I live, we have extreme um, seasons. So like someone who lives in Florida may not even notice like the depths of winter as much as I'm noticing it here in New Hampshire, if that makes sense. So it's like, that's why it's like really important Like if you can take the time to like even write like a tiny blurb in your journal every day or or in an app or whatever works for you that just says like, here's how I'm feeling today. Here's what day it is. Like, there we go. Because then you can find your own patterns because we, we all have patterns. Like even men have patterns, but like (laughs) they're just different. (laughs) Oh yeah. And men for sure are affected by seasons and all those kinds of things as well. Okay. I love that. I have never used an app, but in my calendar, I actually mark the, like, I just have little, like they're symbols for just me that I understand, but like yeah. when I start my period, when I end, when I ovulate on what side I think I'm ovulating. And, yeah. um, I, I really, there is power in tracking because I can just say from personal experience, uh, like a couple months ago, I kind of lost track of my mm-hmm. own cycle. And then this last month I noticed in my body, like, I was like, wait, why is my skin so sensitive? Like I like, I like touched my neck and I was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> Why is this so sensitive? And like, I had an increased libido and I was like, what? It was almost like surprising to me. And it wasn't until I like tracked back that I was like, oh, I'm just ovulating. And somehow understanding that was like, oh, it's okay. Like it was, it just felt like understanding myself opened my eyes to instead of being confused, it yeah. was much more just like, oh, I'm understanding myself. And it was just because I had lost track of where my cycle was. So yeah. I think that there's huge power in just tracking, just to understand yourself and just to observe yourself, I think is so amazing. And as you were talking about seasons, I feel like my question for you, cause so I, and I've told our listeners this before, I have for years, because I did hear a meditation teacher actually talk about how the energy of spring is a good time to set goals. So mm-hmm. what I do at new year's is different new year's. I kind of like recommit, just kind of look like an overall, like, let's look at my things. I, I choose a word that I kind of want to lean into for the year. And it's kind of just like a recommitting where I am. But then mm-hmm. in the spring is where I like harness my ambition. I'm like, yeah. what do I want to do? Like, what's a big thing I want to accomplish or manifest. 
And so I've been doing that for years and I love it. I like how it feels inside of me. But my mm-hmm. question for you is, as I plan that kind of stuff, I plan spring and I get excited about it in the summer and fall. And then I don't really plan anything for winter <laughs> because I guess I'm not really sure. I mean, I know we talked about rest, but how does that, how does winter look with actually getting things done in our life? Is it more just like plugging along? Is it, I'm not really sure. Can you, can you help me understand winter a little more when it comes to actually still getting things done in our lives? Yeah. I mean, I think that's where it can, exactly. It can just be really hard. And that's where it it take, like taking into account your own patterns can really help you go in, in depth on that because like for me, like in winter, like I still go to the gym, like I'm like not completely stopping everything I'm doing, but like, I'm usually in the winter, I'm not seeing people as much. Like I'm probably home a lot more. Like I'm again, like where, where we are here, like we get a lot of snow. So like I'm doing active stuff, like skiing and stuff. So we cross country ski, we downhill ski, like those are like high energy things. So I'm doing that during winter. But like, I think just like you're saying, you don't really plan for winter, kind of just leaving space. That's what I would say is like the best thing to do. Just leave yourself space. And then as you are in it, like you can plan to do stuff. So it's not like saying like never see family during the winter or anything, but it's just like, what's going to feel best. right? (laughs) It's, It's just... Yeah. So it's just, what's going to feel better is probably just like leaving space. And then as you go through, you can be like, Oh, like we're going to have the energy or the time or the space to like go visit family for Christmas or something. And then like, maybe, you know, you take a break from seeing people after that and you're making sure just like you're getting enough sleep, like maybe like focusing on the inward, like during winter, like it's a great time to like go inward and just kind of reconnect with yourself and like reset and it's also a great time to like connect with something higher up because it's just like that quiet energy I guess so that you can really have the space to connect if that makes sense yeah I think there's a lot of benefits and power to being still and I think that winter does lend itself really well to like allow us to that because like you said if you are living somewhere where the seasons are strong if it is more snowy, you might be going out less. Like you might be doing these things a little less. And so it allows us to be a little more still. So it sounds like what you're saying overall is it's not like in the winter, we could completely stop being productive or in yeah. the summer, we completely stop resting. It's not like that we don't take those times, but it sounds like in general, that energy in the winter is going to be a little bit lower and maybe just embracing that rather than feeling like, okay, no, but I still need to do this and this and this. And why do I feel less energy? Cause I feel like I have a lot of friends kind of complain about the winter, which is, I think it's normal to feel sometimes like it's a little maybe dreary. There's not as much sunlight, whatever, but it sounds like maybe looking at it as a mindset shift. Cause it's not like that season is going to change. It's still going to be snowy. There probably is going to be less sun, but it's mm-hmm. more a mindset shift of, okay, my body and just my soul in general is having less energy. And so I can maybe embrace that, take some time to rejuvenate in this way. And then when spring and summer come, I can also use those energies to really harness it and pick myself, pick myself back up and bring that energy more into my life too. But yeah, it's not like we're completely stopping. We can't like stop work or, you know, yeah. stop taking care Take of our care children. Our kids. Laundry, <laughs> yeah. not that for a whole season, but, yeah. but it's <laughs> using that time and listening to your body and maybe being okay. Cause I think sometimes it is hard for me as Sherilyn mentioned, I am pregnant. I think sometimes it is hard when I feel that lower energy 
to just yeah. be okay with it. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, but I have so many things I want to do and I need to do. And I feel like I should be doing this, but then just to think like, you know, it's okay. This is a time in my life where I'm only pregnant so many times and I can mm-hmm. just kind of accept that and maybe take the time that I need to rest more rather than as mm-hmm. Tara mentioned, maybe trying to push through listening yeah. to that energy that, and those messages that my body's trying to tell me. Right. And that's like where a lot of the unlearning comes in too. It's like, like you were saying, like, you feel like you should be doing all this. Like I should be like cleaning the entire house or, or whatever your story is, Mm -hmm. but like realizing that that's actually just a story and that you are doing a lot when you're pregnant. Like, even though, even at the beginning, when it doesn't like look like it per se, your body is doing so much. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like learning to like accept that and say like, okay, this is like, this is my time to relax. Like I need to give myself the extra sleep if I can, like for me, like working with my husband to be like, like, especially like during my cycles, like I'd be like, listen, like I'm about to start bleeding anytime. Like I'm just going to need you to take over a little bit more than you normally do. You know what I mean? Just be like, maybe you can put the kids down or kid I only have one right now (laughs) so it's like maybe you can put him down every night today or like for the next couple nights or something like obviously like life happens and that won't always work but like at least for me is like kind of sharing with him like I just I need a little bit more help because I need to make the priority to rest or like Mm -hmm. on the weekend saying like can you wake up with Evan like I need I just need a little bit extra sleep and like same thing with right now where I'm at like we've been planning to have a baby this time. So it's like, okay, like, you know, that like how I was last time during my first trimester, like I I'm going to need more help from you because this is going to be a time where I really do need to listen to my body and rest because I'm going to feel very tired. Mm -hmm. Well, I love this whole idea of leaning in honoring. And I just want to clarify something as we kind of wrap up between the difference between honoring and indulging for me, indulging looks like eating three chocolate cakes because it just tastes good. Not, yeah. not because my body's asking for it. To be clear, I love chocolate cake and I do eat chocolate cake when I want to eat it. But versus honoring, which is, wow, my body's really feeling like I can feel in my bones that I'm craving, like when I was pregnant, these tomatoes, you know, like, well, not even all my pregnancies. Just I remember one time in one of my pregnancies, just like, oh my gosh, my body really needs this. <laughs> honoring that hunger and same thing, I actually feel like what you're talking about with sleep, you can apply the same thing with, right? Like there's the pushing through where you're just dragging, dragging. And let's be honest, everything you do when you're pushing through like that is less quality, right? Mm-hmm. Your time with your kids is less quality. You're not, you're not getting stuff done as fast because you're just so tired. Whereas mm-hmm. if you took some time to lean into it and take a nap, yeah. you get way more effective after versus just, you know, I'm just gonna lay in bed all day, which would be the indulging part, right? Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that there's a difference here between what pushing is one way. And I think a lot of us are taught to push through and that's not honoring of us. Then there's the honoring and the respecting where we lean into the feeling and give ourselves feel that hunger or that need. And then there's the other side of the spectrum, which is indulging, which is like, you know what, you know, it's winter. Don't talk to me for four months Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Or I'm just never going to get out of bed ever because I don't want to. So Mm -hmm. I kind of, I really love this conversation because you're right. It is individual, but I think asking ourselves those questions is so valuable and so my mind is kind of like really excited right now about how I can apply this more into my life but um, I'm excited to pay more attention to my 
my personal feminine cycle. And also I'm really looking forward to after this conversation, kind of harnessing the spring. I feel like my, my meditations are always really good in springtime. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited about as I'm looking at that and also the moon. I'm going to pay more attention to the moon. I think that yeah. too. Yeah. I think that was cool. I loved how you touched on the, like there's the seasonal energies and cycles. Then there's the moon that like goes along with that, that yeah. we can pair up with that energy in our menstruating cycle. So I think those are all like very cool things that as well, I'm excited to really pay attention to and observe in my own life. So yeah, Meredith, thank you so much for coming on with us and talking about this really cool topic. To kind of close, I would love to hear, as you know, we ask all of our, the people that we interview the same question, and that is, what is one life-changing habit that you have in your life um, that has helped you find the magic in your everyday? Yeah, well, not to be super corny, but I think for me, it is like following the seasons and the cycles like within my body, like, and around me, because it's just like shifted everything like it's made me so much more aware like it's made me way less hard on myself like because I don't like push through as we were just saying like I'm not I used to do that I used to be constantly on like and then I would get to these points where I was so so tired and burnt out and like trying to like do all the things when it really like wasn't actually right for me Mm -hmm. so like honestly, this is the biggest thing, like just being like, okay, like this is the time to rest. I'm going to let myself rest. You know, this is the time for me to be out and about and doing things. And I'm going to do that. Like, it's just been, it's a constant thing too. So it's like, it's like, I don't get bored either. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, oh, okay. It's like, everything's going to be different. Like today is going to be different than tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. Like as we go on, it's just like constantly attuning to like, okay, how do I feel today? What's going on outside? Where's the moon at? Like where I am, like mm-hmm. we're super rural, like don't have a lot of light pollution. So it's where I'm always like seeing the moon. Like, I'm like, oh, look, the moon's at, like at this stage. So it's just like, kind of like a fun little thing. And like, here, like I'll do like moon rituals depending on where it's at. So like when the moon is full, it's like a great time to like release. So I'll just like write some things I want to like let go of on, on the full moon. And then I'll just like go outside and like burn the piece of paper and say a few things. And then it's like, it's just really like kind of cathartic. It's like, okay, like I'm like releasing it. And then the burning of the piece of paper is like, like you're actually watching those things that you want to let go of go away you know what I mean so maybe it's like guilt around like paying too much attention to your business or something or like like whatever it is for you if anything that's been like kind of holding you back you can just kind of like let it go and then as you like follow the energy it's it takes it away once the moon starts like fading so you do that on the full moon is that what you said Mm -hmm. oh cool yeah and it's interesting because like when, you know, like the full moon with the ovulation, like you're releasing an egg at ovulation. So the wow. same thing like you're releasing, you know, like release this once the energy peaks, it's like a big release after that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I love that. First of all, I like love traditions. So, and I love, yeah, I love like rhythmic things anyway. So this is, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. And I'm glad that you shared that because after talking about this again, I think that is a beautifully magical thing and especially if we can harness that. So that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, okay. So tell us for our listeners, um, where can they find more about you and your work? 
Yeah, absolutely. So right now I'm on Instagram at she who can, that's the like best place. If you want to message me, I'm like always there to chat. Um, and I'm always sharing stuff, reels and, and information about spirituality and kind of breaking old patterns and stuff. And then my website is www.shewhocan.com. And then I also have a podcast, She Who Podcasts, which you guys were on um, a couple months ago. Um, so yeah, that's the best. Those are the best places to find me. And I have right now one-on-one coaching positions open. So if you're interested in like going deeper into this work and like, as I was saying at the beginning, like I just help mompreneurs step into what they actually want to do and uh, letting go of the stereotypes and fears. Beautiful. Okay. Well, that's perfect. We will put this in our show notes, um, like where to find you as well as in our email, some of these things. So Meredith, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us um, these really cool things about living with the energy of the seasons of the earth and our cyclical living. So thank you so much. And everyone, let's find the magic. Brown cows. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>